Hi everybody, welcome back to Tabletop Escapades. Last time, uh, we dealt with a Dao and Huber Pumper disarmed the creature, um, but his, his, fortunately, lack of proficiency with the mm -hmm. Warhammer angered Takbor the Fire Giant quite a bit, um... But eventually the combat resolved, and Tagbor said, Hey, Therese and Birdcough, you're cool, you can come with me. Pomper, you stay here, you've upset me. And so now, uh, Therese and Birdcough are following mm -hmm. the fire giant. We'll have to see what Pomper does. But last episode, we did not check in with the other crew at all. And the other crew consists of Potbelly, Palvin, Villian, Kata. A-team. <laughs> so it's just... Kyle. <laughs> it's just Kyle. Yeah, it's ben. just Kyle. Kyle and it's uh, NPC squad. Yeah, it's yeah, NPC yeah. squad. Yeah, spinoff game. Um, but there is also a character named Chauncey. Um, and just a quick refresh on who Chauncey is. He is this just really old, very drunk, exceptionally drunk man um, who is ranting about this guy named Casimir, who he used to be a knight for, uh, and. He talks about his wife, Isabel, but you have seen no wife named Isabel. Um, he's warned about monsters in the night. Uh, and he's referred to this place as the village of Albadeen as well. So uh, we've kind of described it as a, a sort of gothic horror Castlevania type of place. And that is very accurate for what it is. Um, last time we checked in with him, Chauncey had passed out. I think he had overtly mentioned vampires, though. Yeah. He did. Because Villian was yes. feeling very confident about his holy powers. Yes, um, that is that is absolutely true. He mentioned that this guy that he used to work for, people are now calling him a vampire. Right, right, right. And Chauncey is like, what? That's just that's nonsense. I don't believe in vampires, but I know that Casimir eats people, and he's a monster, and that's messed up. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all of this information, Kyle... And by Kyle, I mean the two people residing within you, Villian mm -hmm. and Palvin. <laughs> uh, all of this, I, I would imagine it would freak out Palvin, but you know Palvin a lot better than I do. But it certainly freaks out Potbelly. Uh, he's worried... The confidence juice has worn off. The confidence juice has worn off. Um, <laughs> Give him a note. It, it's not that Potbelly would be excited by Monsters of the Night. Of course, yeah. that would frighten him. But what really upsets him is this talk of eating people. It's kind of a sensitive subject for Potbelly. Mm -hmm. um, and not something he wants to be around where maybe that would happen. Uh, and so he speaks up. And he says... Oh, <laughs> Listen, Villian, I, you were talking about your holy power and, and how you can deal with this vamp. I don't even know what a vampire is. Is that how you pronounce it? It is, yes. Vampire? Vampire? Vampire. Vampite? Vampire. Say it one more time. Vampire. Vampire? Yes, yes. That's a really nifty accent you got there, Villian. <laughs> Where'd you get that from? My homeland. <laughs> where's Where's that? Ben, you'd have to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very fair. Uh, let's... Cool, villain! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your homeland is at the moment. But uh, Potbelly says, Listen, anyway, sorry to get sidetracked, but I, I, I really am, and I can't... I, I have nothing to give you other than my words at the moment. And I know that that probably doesn't mean a lot. I am so, so, so grateful to you for removing that curse. Mm. I, I think, I, at least... We'll have to see what happens. I haven't been around any little girls, but anyway, Chauncey. He mentioned he mentioned that. Please, Lord Chauncey. Oh, <laughs> call him as he deserves. Right. I'm glad you said that to me while he was asleep. He probably would have been mighty pissed if he was awake. Mm. Right, Lord Chauncey. He mentioned that this vampire Casimir he eats people, and I don't know if I don't know if I want to put. You remove curse to the test so soon. It it makes me nervous. I don't I don't want to be around that kind of stuff. But I, Belly, are you asking if you can port yourself back through this tower? Yeah, but I don't We won't miss you. Go! I'm not asking Take you Take your miss stupid hat and go! I just feel bad leaving you behind, that's all. It is true, Pot Belly, that you are not mm, an asset in battle, so we won't miss you. It is best for you to go. That's fair. That's tough, <laughs> but fair. I... I just... I want to know what happened to... to Pomper and the rest of them. Kata! 
You said they went with a fire giant? Yes, yes. Papa touched stone. Transport to fire giant. I think... I think I'm going to see if Papa's okay. I think this is a good plan. All right. Villian, I'm going to think of a way to thank you properly. I don't know what that's going to be. and Just say thank you! I'm not capable of much, but I'll, I'll think of something, and it'll be from the heart, I promise. Okay, I trust this. Goodbye, Villian. Goodbye, Kata. He goes over and he gives Kata a hug. And bye, Palvin. <laughs> <laughs> bye! And he touches the stone, and he goes back. Is it still lit up? It is. Okay. Um, so, just we talked about it two episodes ago, but just so it's on the same level for you guys and for the audience. So, there is something afoot. It's clear that uh, Ramos wants you to go this way, and so he's using some sort of magic to keep the stone lit up, even after it's been used. Uh. There's a limit to this, but as of right now, it's still lit up because the whole party obviously hasn't come to this place yet. (laughs) Yeah, the giant uh, kind of uh, gave us the idea that if he went through it, it might get dim. Right, implying that that perhaps the size of the the creature matters. Exactly. Um, Okay. I'm glad he's gone. Please! (laughs) He's an ally to us. Why couldn't... Why couldn't it be you? (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, you dullard! I'm more valuable to this team than you are! I can cast Goodberry! (laughs) Villian, what dullard? (laughs) It is is an offensive term that, Palvin, you shall not use again. (laughs) (laughs) Offensive? Offense... Strong warrior! <laughs> I am dullard! <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kata seems to really be clinging to whatever identity he can scrounge up. Yeah, he's a hunter, he's a dullard. Yeah, yeah. I like this. <clears throat> All right, you two. Let us take to the streets. What? What our goal? Our goal is to stop the evil of this land. I know it to be true. You have holy power to help. Yes. 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 Hmm. Knight me. And he goes over to Villiand. <laughs> um, and he's only heard about the knighting process. He's never actually taken part in it. Mm-hmm. And so he knows it involves kneeling. Um, he gets down on both knees and he... Uh, basically has his hands on the ground and he bows his head. Kata, while I appreciate your intention to become a knight, you should know this is not the process and not even I am a knight. You have power. You can, uh, uh, anoint. You can anoint No, I cannot. I cannot do that, please. I I want to be Kata. Knight of Villian, mm. brave dullard. You you will become that someday, and you will earn the hammer, but until then... Earn hammer? Yes, you will earn the hammer someday, I know it. He gets up, and he, he just stands very rigid, and he goes, lead way. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we come out of the cellar, back into the bar, uh, and I think we'll leave the bar. Ben, I've never asked this. Mm-hmm. Are there clocks in this realm? Do we have clocks? Uh... I'm going to be honest with you, that's not something that I thought of. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to say that there are clocks in this room. Do we have an active clock within the pub? You don't have an active clock, okay. but you have kind of a, a grandfather clock. Uh, kind of, there's there's stairs leading up in the tavern, and it's kind of at the foot of the stairs uh, to your right. You see a broken grandfather clock. Wait, there's an upstairs? There's an upstairs as well. Ooh, we're going to go upstairs. Okay. So in the upstairs... Uh, Some taverns, uh, and I believe you guys have encountered this way long ago, you ran into a tavern that also served as an inn. That doesn't really seem to be the case here. Um, There are a couple of rooms, and so perhaps it was for, like, the tavern owners to stay in. We shall search for Isabel. 
Palavin, you open that door. I will open this one. Okay. Um, so, Palavin, open, there, there are two doors upstairs. Yeah. Uh, you kind of go, and it's just a hallway, and there's a, there's a railing, and then there are two doors. Kata opens the left door, and uh, Villiand, I forgot your name for a second. Villiand opens the right door. Uh, when Kata opens the door, just bottles uh, fall out. It looks like it was some sort of storage or pantry um, that hasn't been opened in a long time and was overstuffed. You, actually, Villiand, open the door to a bedroom. And it's good that you opened this door because Kata would have been extremely freaked out. It is a very simple room. Um, there is an old bed on the center, uh, much like the roof... Uh, in the main part of the tavern, the window and wall are kind of broken, and the sun is streaming through, and there's actually, like, some some plant overgrowth that's kind of creeping into the room. Um, and there's sunlight streaming on the bed, and there is a woman, or at least what's left of a woman, on the bed. And the sheets are all bloodied, and she uh, has been eviscerated. Her What's left of her entrails are kind of splayed out on the bed, um, and there are also very large... There are two very large holes on her neck. Uh, her skin is, is gray. It smells terrible. There are flies buzzing about the body. Balvin, avert your eyes. <laughs> no, I want to see! It is a dead body, Palvin, please. I've seen a dead body before. Have you? Yes! Back at Blackpot Academy, I've seen four dead bodies! <laughs> okay, Palvin, come with me. We shall inspect her. <laughs> what? What you find, Villian? Uh, Carter, uh, stay in your room. <laughs> ah, what have you found? Uh, uh, I I found old food, bad food, but maybe something good here. Keep searching for something of use, Carter. I will. <laughs> It may take a while. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Babysitter Villian. <laughs> Currently looking up the rules to Revify. Okay. Oh, oh it has to have died within the last minute. No, it's yeah, thing has been she's dead been for, dead for a, a while. while yeah. Dang. Dang, dang, dang. Okay. All right. That's good to know, though. I'm sure Revify will come up again. Is that a necromancy? For, for poor little Palvin. Yeah, it is. It is a necromancy. It is. Dang, I'm surprised I can learn that. Oh, Palvin has that, or no? That's Villian. Villian's yeah. got that. I was gonna say, isn't that? Yeah. That's a very unorthodox paladin. Yeah, yeah. Villian would. Stinking gas, necromancy. Um, that, that one's like an official paladin spell. Yeah. He hates speak with the dead, though. Yeah. <laughs> but they'll come back to life. But yeah. <laughs> Become a frozen hulk, a husk of life. So yeah, I guess we we look at it and uh uh. I will say to Palvin, um, these two marks here indicate the vampire. <laughs> An attack from the vampire. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm Palvin. You're Palvin. <laughs> so what, it just bites her neck? Yes, they bite the neck and suck out the blood from there. It's, I don't know the rules quite well. Sometimes the person dies and sometimes the person becomes a vampire themselves. I don't know when that happens and when that doesn't, but I think it may be best for us to make sure that she does not come back. Can I have you make a perception check? Oh, sure. Uh, that's not plus a lot. Um, that's a ten. Okay. Um, as you. Upon getting closer to the corpse and during your explanation to Palvin, uh, you're staring at the body and something strikes you. You're not exactly sure what it is, but the position of the body on the bed and the how the blood has kind of very specifically kind of uh, spread out on the sheets, it seems to be deliberate that uh, – this body was kind of positioned in a certain ra- way for some unknown reason. <laughs> what does that mean? Do we have to chop off a head? Normally, yes, we would chop off a head. However, I do not have the tools. Palvin, you may want to look away for this because I'm going to attempt to 
smash her head with my divine smite. <laughs> no, I must watch this. Oh okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Making him like a freak now. <laughs> Pelvins fall from grace. So, Ben, I'm going to do a divine smite to the head of the deceased Isabel. Whoa. Knowing it to be the best course of action. Okay. Hmm. Um, for something like this, since you're doing it to a corpse and it's not something that can fight back, mm-hmm. you are going to successfully divine smite the head, cool. which basically just completely shatters it. Uh, Palvin grimaces. <laughs> Palvin, please show some respect. <laughs> what we did was a necessary bad. You will learn more, much more of this. I've done a lot of necessary bad. <laughs> Who are you turning this guy I need into? To, here, I need to know about like the the four corpses. <laughs> yeah, jeez, dude. The bees and the beast at Black Hawk. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I have some very bad news for Villian and Palvin. Oh, okay. Uh, Kata was. He's very single-minded, and so he was very distracted on on trying to find something good. Yeah. Um, in, in the, the bottle the, room, the, yeah. the bottle room, the pantry that he's looking through, and so he didn't notice that somebody else came up the stairs. Oh. oh. Um, and this person is propping themselves up at, in the doorway, and it seems like they're struggling to hold themselves up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is Chauncey, who seems to have woken up. Yep. And he s- starts screaming at you. And he says, You come into my house and kill my wife? Oh my god. Lord Chauncey, she was already Prepare gone. to die. Lord Chauncey, <laughs> she was already listened to my words. You notice that in the hand he's using to uh, prop himself up in the door, that it is covered in blood and it looks like he has broken one of the bottles and uh, is intending to use it as a weapon. Mm. Good god. Palvin, step behind me. Uh, obviously, the screaming of Chauncey notifies Kata. Kata. Mm-hmm. Uh, could I have you roll initiative, please? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. It's 12 for Villiant. Okay. Calvin has more dexterity than Villiant. Uh, 13 for Palvin. 13 for Palvin. Alright. And what was it for Villain? I'm sorry? Twelve. Okay. You everyone is extremely close. Everybody's within two points of each other. But no Just, overlaps. Uh there is an overlap between Kata and Chauncey, but oh. I'm gonna have Kata go first. Um All right. Pelvin has nothing. <laughs> He's got nothing. So Kata, so Kata is about 10 feet away from the door. Mm-hmm. And what he's going to do is he's going to try to run to Chauncey and try to just restrain him. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want to hurt him, but he wants to, to hold him back. Cool. And that makes a lot of sense yeah, well um, done, because Kata or Chauncey is extremely old and extremely drunk, so he's going to have disadvantage on this. Yeah. Okay. Kata rolled a 20. Judo. Okay, yeah. So, uh, thanks to the initiative order and Kata's swift action, as mm-hmm. well as his brute strength, um, he has essentially taken his arms um, and kind of just used them as bars, locking the arms of Chauncey. And Chauncey is kind of moving his head, and he's kind of wiggling around, but he can't get anywhere. He is, he is completely defenseless. Uh, and he's a very sad man, and uh, he's scared. And he start the. Chauncey starts crying. Oh, yeah. And uh, you notice that he's pissing himself, which <laughs> is an act that he is. This is not the first time this has happened because he already has smelled strongly of pissed. But he go. He just while he's sobbing and in his drunken, restrained straight state, he says, <laughs> "It was the last thing I had left." Listen to me, Lord Chauncey. You know that I had to do what I just did. You know she was gone. You you had to kill an innocent woman? No, she was dead. 
She was... When did she die? She died when the vampire bit her neck. There's no such thing as vampires, you bastard. Lord Chauncey, show me your teeth. <laughs> he, he, like, gives you a, a, a grin, and you notice that his teeth are yellowed and not in great shape. They're crooked, but they no do not, fangs. there are no fangs. And then he spits it. So spits I just it had, in your direction. So I just had to make sure, Lord Chauncey, my apologies, but she was absolutely bitten by a vampire. How do I know you didn't batter? Uh, here are my teeth. Palvin, show your teeth. Palvin does. Carter, show your teeth. <laughs> no vampires among us, as you see. <laughs> Listen, I, I, there's no such thing as a vampire. It's it's just a story they they tell the children. I don't know. Was it a beast? It was a vampire. Two fangs struck her neck and sucked the blood from her. What did you say your name was? Vivian to me, true. You pompous son of a bitch. <laughs> I... I got nothing left anymore. I just wanted to... protect my wife from the monsters, and... Now that's gone. Just... Let me kill myself. Let me take this bottle and... Slash my throat. You mustn't. You may grieve, but you will find the path of the Lord... To bring you to true happiness. The Lord? Yes. <laughs> you sound like Casimir himself. No, I do not. You I'm do? S- I'm certain I do not. Back when he was a strapping young elf, mm. he went to some school or some such, had plenty of, uh, what did he call philosophy for all of us. He was, uh, he was informed a lot by... Lillian, that other young elf boy. Lillian? Yeah. There's an elf boy named Lillian. Yeah, it sounds like your name. It sounds like my name. <laughs> I think Casimir might take a liking to you. He was, uh, well, he never said it. He was afraid that us country folk wouldn't understand, but uh, he had a strong love for that, that elf boy. Lillian. Ha! Lillian and Villian. <laughs> Where is Lillian? Lillian's dead. That's when this all went to hell. Mm. As you can see, Lord Chauncey, when there is death, there can be grief, I understand. But it must not turn to anger. I got no anger, just pity and self-hatred. No, you know, come on. <laughs> Come, Come on. on. <laughs> There's still life left in you, Lord Chauncey. I don't believe in vampires, and there's nothing you can say to lift my spirits. Although you being named Villian, <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. I'd like to see the look on Casimir's face when he meets you. In fact, I'll take you to him. You will? <laughs> he can kill us both. Thank you, Lord Chauncey. We would appreciate that greatly. Sure, we'll just have to survive the monsters and walk through the corpses of all my friends and comrades. It'll be a blast. Fortunately, we still have daylight. How far will it be? Oh, it's not far. It's not the distance that's a problem. It's about three miles from here. Then we shall hurry. Yes, but there's something I need to get in the mansion first. It was uh, a token of Isabel's. I want to bury her with it. Okay, maybe we leave you. We don't have time for this. That's fine. You leave me, I kill myself. Okay, okay. (laughs) We'll go find the token. <laughs> you drive a hard bargain, Lord Johnson. 
Well, someone's got to carry me. I can't walk. <laughs> Kata, can you carry him? I Normally, I I would follow your order, but he smells so bad. Kata, please. Make Palvin. Palvin smell bad, too. Kata, you know he is a young boy. He cannot carry him. I refuse to be touched by this little pissant girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a boy. Look at me. I'm a boy. <laughs> <laughs> a very pretty girl. <laughs> God, please pick him up. If I, if I lose my lunch on on man, I I sorry. We will understand. Kata goes and he just scoops him up and he's cradling. The old man, Chauncey. Lord Chauncey. Cool. So he says we're going to a mansion? Yes. Yeah, we'll head to the mansion. Okay. Um, and so you leave. Uh, and I said the village of Albedine because this... Uh, it, it's not very big. Um, but the mansion, the mansion to where Casimir and Lillian... I'm sorry if that was too cute. No, I like it. Uh, the mansion where Casimir and Lillian lived... Uh, is the nicest place there. It's made of brick. Um, and it is also decrepited. There are black iron gates uh, in front of it, and it doesn't take you long to get there. Are there dead bodies in the streets? There are dead bodies on the streets. Um, in fact, Chauncey has closed his eyes to avoid looking at them. Cool. Uh, and when you step out, you don't, sorry, you don't immediately get to the mansion, but when you step out of the tavern and you're on the streets, you hear... Music. Somebody is playing some sort of stringed instrument, and it and it happens eerily as soon as you step out on the streets. And it's creepy music. It's not happy music. It is. It's kind of like a very slow, somber, like. It's very dire. Young mm-hmm. Frankenstein. Like the violin song from there. Ew, this music is trash. <laughs> Please, Palvin. Palvin, you you know music, yes? Yes. Brighton mood. Okay. Uh, he takes off his little backpack harpsichord and All right. hooks it together and plays some, like... Uh, some funk? Some funk, yeah, just some like... Okay. In the key of the <laughs> creepy violin? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. The harpsichord, yeah. <laughs> Can I have uh, Palvin make a performance check? Yeah. 20. Ooh. Uh, oh, no, it's real bad. Let me see. He's got a boost yeah, to performance. Uh, that's an 11. <laughs> um, okay, so Palvin thinks he's killing it. Mm-hmm. And Kata, like, recoils from the sound of them. It's not good music, but Palvin thinks it's really good. Sure. And uh, Kata does not say anything because he doesn't want to start a fight. And it is at least reducing the effect of the creepy music. Yes. Unfortunately, Chauncey doesn't have the same tact. uh, (laughs) And the music (laughs) is so bad that he has to open his eyes and he sees the body strewn on the seats, Mm -hmm. uh, the streets, and he goes, Little girl! Yeah, just keep quiet. I'm I'm grieving. I'm a boy, and it's good music. <laughs> Where you come from? Don't they teach little girls to respect their elders? I respect only those who deserve it, and you certainly don't, you filthy drunkard. Well, she's right about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he closes his eyes again. Lord Jones. Oh man, oh, man. that's too sad. Let it be happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we pull up to the mansion? No, you're... Sorry, you're still kind of on the streets. The mansion is not too far away. Mm-hmm. Let's say the mansion is about 100 feet away from you. Yeah. Um, but during this, the the music from the stringed instrument keeps playing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you notice that the bodies on the ground are twitching. Mm. Oh, man. How much daylight we got left? Uh, 
Well, <laughs> it's it's very gray, and so it's it's hard to tell. It's okay. it's still daytime, but it's hard to tell exactly what time of day it is. Okay. Uh, because of kind of just the grayness and the dullness of your surroundings. We must make haste. The dead bodies are coming. <laughs> Uh, Chancy gulp, Chaunt, not Chancy, Chauncey gulps. Uh, so yeah, we'll double our pace. Uh, <clears throat> uh villain. Yes? I, uh, forgot to tell you something. I said the, <clears throat> I said the monsters come out at night, but that music makes them rise as, as well. Palvin's music? <laughs> I don't know what the girl can do, but... That that music from the violin, it it makes my friends come back to life. I'm prepared to smite them, <laughs> but we we shall hurry. Let's let's take cover in the mansion. No, we're we're taking a token and then we are going. We are not taking cover in the mansion. I don't know where the token is. You do not know where the token is? No, the the whole town was in disarray after after Casimir started attacking everybody, and I, I don't know where it is. And this is the highest priority, Lord Chauncey. <laughs> the bodies are are coming back to life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord Chauncey, I am very unhappy with you. <laughs> Let us make haste to the mansion, please. Okay, so uh, you and Kata and I'm assuming Palvin? Yeah. Okay. Palvin stops playing, by the way, to like sure. hurry along, just like straps it back on his back. Okay. Uh, you get to the mansion and the gate uh, has been broken and it's just kind of busted open, so it's easy for you to walk through. Um, there is dead tall grass kind of surrounding the mansion um and you can see corpses hiding among grass um there is a large double wooden door leading into the entrance of the mansion um but you also see the thing that was playing music um and so the mansion kind of has an interesting roof um so there's there's like kind of three parts of the mansion there's kind of two side towers and then a central square part and the central square part is much taller than the two kind of side towers and on the left what you're what you're facing on the left side there's kind of this this pointed uh triangle roof um and there is a creature just legs dangling sitting on top of the roof and it kind of looks like a troll it's clearly not a troll. Uh, troll but size, though? Pretty big? No, actually oh. the size of a, of a human. Um, however, it kind of has, like, this distended belly. Um, and these very just droopy breasts. It is, it is like, sitting there naked. And it's got these kind of long, gross legs and it's got these like just yellow awful toenails and very long yellow fingernails um and you just you look at its face and you look like you can it looks so bad it's like you can smell it from here but the most noticeable thing is it's extremely long hair the hair is so long that it's actually dangling by its legs off of the roof and it just looks like the greasiest hair you've ever seen but, for some reason, this creature is playing a very, very nice violin. <laughs> you! Hey! Stop this! Stop your playing! <laughs> nice to have someone to play with! And she stands up on the roof. And, uh, you see her flat gross butt and she walks <laughs> away from you uh, and you cannot see her anymore however parts of her hair 
fall down onto the ground. And they just start shaking. <laughs> like separated from the body? It's it's like... <laughs> this is a very gross way to say it, but imagine like the hair is its own creature and it just like defecated these these parts of itself Ugh. onto the ground. It just kind of went plop, plop, plop. Wacky. Yeah. Gross. Uh, Chauncey says... Let's get in the mansion. We'll, we'll be safe. We'll be safe in the mansion, please. Yes, we shall. Okay. Mind the hairs. <laughs> um, so you guys crash through the door of the mansion. Uh, and you, contrary to what Chauncey said, and contrary to the outside of the mansion, this place is absolutely pristine. Oh. It's like there's people living in there right now. Cool. Um... There is, you're kind of in this, uh, this foyer, and uh, there is a giant picture right in front of you, um, and there is an urn with healthy flowers coming out on a wooden table, and in the picture, uh, you see two very strong-looking elves, and they're dressed in very fine attire, and one elf is standing above another elf that is sitting down, and he has his hand on the, the elf that is sitting down, he has his hand on his shoulder. Which one do you suppose is Lillian? <laughs> Lillian, he's he's the one sitting down. My alcohol is wearing off and makes me feel even worse. But anyway, he, wow. And he looks at you, and he looks at Lillian, and he looks at you, and he goes... You kind of look alike. Are you suggesting I look like an elf? Well, he's not wrong. You do kind of look like that weird elf. Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. I am offended, but we will talk of this later. <laughs> Lillian was always known for his attractiveness. <laughs> As am I, but we are attractive in separate ways. <laughs> but... More importantly, what the last time I came in here, this place was completely in ruin. But we have to... We have to go to Casimir's room. You see, the token that I'm getting, it's... It's a jewel. Isabel gave it to Casimir as a gift. We all gave Casimir gifts for... For saving this village. And I know he, he put them in a chest in his room. And you, you said you wanted to move quickly. Yes. So let's go. I have to ask, the mansion hag that we saw earlier, <laughs> would she be to the left or to the right? I'm sorry, would she be in the same direction as Casimir's room? I've never seen that creature before in my life. Yeah, but we know where she is. She was in the left spire. Are we going to the left spire? No, we're gonna we're gonna try to avoid the spires entirely. No, you should attack her. <laughs> we should atta- Are you she, crazy? She plays or- the music that brings your friends back to life. Some sort of unholy mess came out of her hair, and you want to fight that thing? Yes. That doesn't seem wise. I'm a holy mess. I can stop her. You might be holy, but you're sure an idiot. She deserves to die. Okay. Pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> she does deserve to die, though. <laughs> I can see a scenario we, where we get swarmed in this mansion. We must take action. She must be some sort of partner to that horned bastard. Whatever his name is. Just a second, I will get it too. Nope, I'll have to check my notes. Ramos? Ramos. Yeah, Ramos, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you know this creature? We know Ramos. I met him. Met him? Oh, he seems to be in leagues with Casimir. I was too drunk to pay much attention, but... He's here. Maybe he... Maybe he restored this place. 
I foolishly thought he would come back downstairs to battle me from a trap door. <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> I'll... Put me down, Kata. I think I'm sober enough to walk. Kata puts him down. If you, go ahead. I'll show you to Casimir's room. Perhaps you should go to Casimir's room on your own. We do not care for the token. We care to battle this woman who could potentially bring all of those dead bodies back to life. I was once a knight. I used to have bravery. I may be an old, drunken, pitiable mess now, but fine. You go fight your battle and I'll... I'll go get the jewel. Okay, you know where to find us. I don't, but... <laughs> We're up in the, we'll be up in the left spire. You'll be in the left spire? Yes. Okay. I'll meet you at the top. Okay. All right. So, it seems like uh, Villian has a mission, and Kata is obviously going to accompany him. Does Palvin want to go, or is he... What's his... Oh, feelings? Palvin's sticking with Villian. Okay. All right. So, Palvin, Villian, and Kata are going to separate from Chauncey. Yeah. And they are going to attack whatever this creature is. Yes. Um, the mansion hag. The mansion hag. It is actually a hag, so cool. it's, it's good of you to to call it that. Um, all right, so we have a plan of action for those. We're going to actually cut back to the other group now. Whoa. I want to see the second. We're all dude. dead. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, you're on a cool lava path. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, like I described to you before, there is this... 30-foot-wide path um, leading to the mountain. And along the path, there are Dao mining these this ore, these, these mounds of ore that are along this path. But they don't seem to be interested uh, in you guys, and Tackbor doesn't pay them any mind whatsoever, and he just walks forward in the lava next to you guys. And there's lava on either side, sort of like on a it, bridge? Sort of like a land a bridge. bridge of you're some, on a bridge. But it's yep. wide enough that there are these outcroppings on it? Correct. Okay. Yep, so it's it's about 30 feet wide. Um, there are these mounds, the Dow are mining them. There's enough space for you to walk, um, and there's a sea of lava on both sides. So does it look like they're mining it just to, like, reduce the piles to, like, finish the path? Or are they mining No, it the path like... is finished. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's a very good question and a logical way to think about it. But it is not. It, it doesn't seem like they're interested in, like, repairing the path. There's something within the ore itself that okay. they want. Yeah. Just mining for resources. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Tackboard, what, kind of, what kind of mineral are they mining? Uh, they're mining a... Not a very bird cough question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting <laughs> minerals suddenly, it's funny. I won't bore you with the details, for they're not that interesting to me either, but our our servants, the reason we chose this place to call home, out of all of the places we've conquered, is because there is a special resource. We coat our great blades with it. Oh. And they give us an edge in battle. It's not money? Money? Yeah. <laughs> we have no use for money. We only care about resources that aid us in battle. Oh. So you don't buy anything? You just take everything? <laughs> yes. Oh. We take. Oh, sounds... And take. The Lord of the Sun has taught us that... Those who cannot keep what they have do not deserve to have it at all. Oh. Uh, as we pass one of the the Dow, uh, Dow, D-A-W, right? D-A-O. D-A-O. Yeah. Um, like, as soon as I'm within 30 feet of one that we're about to pass, you know, mm-hmm. I keep myself 30 feet, as, but I don't slow my walking or speed or, or anything. You basically just are on the opposite, on the other side of it, keeping your distance. Yeah, but I'm keeping within 30 feet for the amount of time that I take to pass it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, 60-foot window of time. Sure. Because uh, that's my distance for doing this. Uh, I want to try to talk into one of the Dao's mind. Okay. Um, and I want to say... I just want to say, what happened here? Okay, um... So, not expecting them to 
even talk back, but who knows? Right. Uh, you. <laughs> hmm. What's the best way to handle this? You, it does not talk back to you because it can't. Um. I think awakened mind. They don't need to speak. It's like language agnostic. I'm checking. If that's a concern at all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We don't need to share a language. We understand each other in our heads. They, but it must understand at least one language. So if they can't talk at all, it wouldn't work. It seems like, based on the battle that you had with the Tao, that it could understand language, but it is not talking back to you. Um, Takbor kind of referred to these things as machines, yeah. and that was a very accurate description of them. Okay. Uh, that's kind of like part of why I, what I was trying to figure out is like, yeah, are these things subjugated or are they like created or what happened? Okay, cool. I'll keep walking. Okay. Um, Pomper, you notice that your friends uh, kind of keep walking until they're out of sight. Cool. Um, do you just rest in the cave? Do you follow them? Cool. What would you like to do? Yeah, I'm gonna heal up. Okay. First. Going to cast heal on page 250. Okay. Do you have a slot for that? Whoops. No. I'm going <laughs> to cast, uh, cast mass cure instead. Just on myself. <laughs> Burn in the slots, baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let you guys know... Uh, I do want to emphasize the length of the path that you're walking. It's not like you'll go for a few minutes and you'll be there. It'll take multiple hours. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the heat is an issue. Okay. Uh, important question for my for my uh, short rest, like getting my slots back. Because mm-hmm. normally if I'm just walking, I would get them back after an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, but does the heat affect that? It does. Okay, so I just don't get them back. Okay. Um, enough time in the heat, and you will suffer. There's there's exhaustion. six levels of it. You'll suffer exhaustion. Exactly. I'm trying to see if I have a spell that could like alleviate this crap. Ooh, chill touch. Um, it <laughs> is. You do have a little bit of a reprieve. It it's still uncomfortably hot where you are, Pumper. But the somewhat closed nature of the cave uh, is a little bit better. Also, your part dragonborn. Oops. Oh, I dropped my chips. Mm, I don't want to take damage, too. <laughs> cool, I guess uh, it's not very good for single target healing, but it'll have to do. Okay. And then uh, I'll follow them oh. at a safe distance. Okay, so how much time... Time is also important here. How much time do you allow to pass until you follow them? Is it just until they're out of sight? Or do you wait a specific amount of time? Until they're, like, almost out of sight. Not quite. Okay, so you don't wait that long. Yeah. Okay. They're, like, far up, but you would have to be eagle-eyed to see me. Sure. Uh, can I have you make a perception check, please? That's a... Fifteen. You notice that the, the the teleportation stone that you used to get here, uh, it is not quite back to what it originally was when you first came through, but it is brighter than it was uh, during your battle. So it was completely dull after you guys teleported in, and it seems to have regained some of its light. Nice. Okay. Potbelly's coming, baby. <laughs> What's out here? <laughs> I'm going to inspect it. Okay. Just take a closer look at it, see if I notice anything else about it. Sure. Um, during your inspection, uh, you notice that it is in incredibly good shape. There's not a single scratch or marking on it. It's extremely smooth. Uh, even after Takbor slammed his fist on the ground and rocks fell, it didn't seem to affect it at all. Um, but beyond that and getting a closer look at the face that is etched on it, you don't really notice anything else. You can just tell that it's getting brighter over time. Okay. Cool. I'm going to continue on then. Okay. 
Um, so it's good that you've given yourself so much distance. It's going to help you. But are you going to try to stealth behind them? Yeah, I'm like walking discreetly. Okay. Um, In the middle of a giant path on a lot. <laughs> what are you holding on your character? Uh, I got my hammer. Okay. And no, just, just like robe. a little the it, dow robe. You're wearing like, the dow robe, right? Yeah. Okay. And like a little bag of my stuff. Okay. Um, so, Pomper, uh, the Dao who completely ignored the rest of the party and Takbor, uh, when you step out into the path, they don't come and attack you or anything, but they stop, two of them stop mining and they look at you and they kind of scan you. They, they, they look at your feet and they notice that you have the dress on and then they, they look in your hands and they see that you're holding a warhammer. I keep walking. <laughs> okay. What is going on out there? Um, can I have you make a stealth check? <laughs> That's, uh... Seven. Okay. Uh, so you are not being very stealthy. You're trying your best. Uh, but part of the problem is that on this wide bridge of a path, you there's not too many places to hide. You can kind of, like, move between the mounds and things like that. But something curious happens. Um, as you are walking along the path, uh, the Dao drop their pickaxes and they just start forming a train behind you. No, dude. Oh, no. Pumper's, like, inadvertently the chosen one everywhere he goes. Um, <laughs> I stop and turn around and look at him. So, they're all in a perfect... There's about, there's about four of them now behind you. Uh, and they're all about an inch apart from each other. And they're all staring straight ahead. Uh, and they're, 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 it doesn't even look like they're looking at you. They're, like, looking past you. But for some reason, they seem intent on following you. Is anything the matter? <laughs> There's no response. Is anything the matter? Is anything the matter here? Pardon me. Good day. Totally, man. Identity crisis. Yep. Uh... Hello? <laughs> nothing. There's no response. Yeah, you're their dad now, dude. <laughs> well, I'm I want to, like, pick up the pace a little and, like, jog a little to see what they do. Okay, as you pick up the pace, they seem to pick up the pace as well to match yours. I have no problem with you joining me, but... I would I, I would like to know why. Unfortunately, there's no response. All right, well. Let's go, I guess. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it's like the new sailors. Okay, so you keep moving forward, and every so often there is another Dow that lines up behind you, drops their pickaxe, leaves their mound of ore, and follows you, creating a very large cha- uh, train. Obviously... The bigger the train gets, the more noticeable it is. Do they all have robes too? They all have robes. They all they all look pretty much identical. Cool. Um, how deep are we rolling at this point? <laughs> how much? How many time do you allow to pass? Uh, seven minutes. Oh, in seven minutes, there. This is like I said. This is a very long path, and mm-hmm. so you in seven minutes you still have four. It'll take a while for you okay. to build up a very large train. Okay. All right, I keep walking. Okay. For another however long it takes. 20 minutes or so? Or so? Hours. Hours? Like, is this an no. hours long journey? Oh, to get to the, to get yes. to the mountain? Yes. yes. Yes, it will take, it'll take quite a few hours. Okay. All right, we're, we're walking. Okay. So there's information that I want to give to kind of both of the groups here in this fireplace. Um... So they're obviously not forming a train around you guys, mm-hmm. uh, Birdkopf, Therese, and Takbor. Um, but something does catch your eye. Um, t- 
Tackboard doesn't acknowledge it. He just walks past it. But uh, there is a sort of small rock island. And you notice that there is some sort of very large two-handed sword sticking out of the ground. and On the island. On the island. And it must have been there for quite some time. Sick. When you say very large, do you mean like Buildings. humanoid holdable or like very large? Like 50, 60 feet large. Like go- the end I'm of saying, the I'm saying if you were a giant, you could you probably that, wield right, this sword. Right, right. Yeah. Like that weird thing on the top of the mountain in Zelda Breath of the Wild. What? Big rock that, sword that's there for no reason. Oh, I don't know what you're referencing. That's not what I was... Yeah. Oh, that's that's one of the guardian swords. Is it? Yeah, one of the eight guardians. Her sword is in the mountain for some reason. Giant sword? Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, if that's a suitable image... Sure, yeah. Go for Big it. old sword. It is, um, yeah. Mystery. I love that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so there is there is a, a giant sword. It seems like it's been there for some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of covered in dirt. Uh, and the sword is chipped... So, just signs of wear and tear, oh. essentially. There, it's sticking out at an angle. Um, so, like this. Okay. And there is a very large skull directly in front of the sword on this Whoa. island. And, most curious of all, in a place where you couldn't possibly understand how there would be any sort of plant life whatsoever, there are two branches... Uh, c- kind of, they're they're bent branches that are crossed in front of the skull. Whoa! Um, and the leaves on the branches are kind of brown and dying, but it's amazing that they're there at all in this overwhelming mm. heat. Yeah. Hey, uh, talk to them. Whose sword is that? To the branches? Yeah. Uh, to branches. Tackbor turns around. He he doesn't turn around. He just kind of cocks his head. Behind his shoulder. Oh, don't make him turn around. And uh, he's upset. he keeps walking. He keeps walking. He doesn't fully turn around. He just cocks his head. In the, yeah. And uh, uh, he's, he, he says, Coughing bird, you are in my good graces. But I'm going to add another rule. You see any of my, any graves of my friends, you don't touch them. You don't look at them. You don't go near them. Those are sacred sites. But how can I tell if it's a grave? You see the sword? Yeah. You see the skull? Yeah. You see the branches? Yeah, why are there branches there? It's a grave. Why are the branches? Yeah. How are they not burnt up? That's a little trick we learned from the elves. Oh. When they bury their dead, they enchant the leaves, the flowers, the branches... They make very beautiful graves, and they use minor spells to make sure that those grieving symbols are not affected by the elements. Oh. Okay. It's the only way we could have such a symbol here. Okay. Um, we've been walking for like an hour or more, right? Sure. Um, I want to have been like casting f- Find Familiar in my head. Sure, that's um, fine. I know traditionally I've like sat down and done it, but I just read it again and I don't have to, I guess. You can sure. just do it. It just takes an hour. Nice. Um, so I make the bird appear 100 feet behind me and fly backwards to try to find Pomper. Awesome. Um, yeah. However, after about an hour of walking, uh, kind of flanked by the lava, you do suffer one level of exhaustion. Ooh. Ooh. Which means right now you have disadvantage on ability checks. That's Ooh. new. I like this. Okay. It's hot here. You're not taking any damage, you're just suffering. Uh, if only you had somebody to give you a good berry. <laughs> For Do the... you have like food or water? <laughs> I'm tired. What kind of food do you like, bird? Um, all food? We have plenty in my halls. Oh. How far how much farther? <laughs> I would say we have about four hours. Four to go. hours. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh, I reach into the uh, the bag of multiplication, take out a handful of grapes, okay. and uh, give them to Bird Cough. Thanks. Yeah. I eat them. I pop one in my mouth too. I'm still thirsty though. Therese, elf. Yes. I will let this insult slide. Oh. But did you just offer delicious grapes to the coughing bird before me? Oh, would you like some? 
I didn't know. I demand you... them. Okay. I take out another <laughs> he handful. He holds out his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I like put them you in You put hand. these tiny grapes in. I like take another handful and like yeah. put them in there. And he just, he looks at you and he keeps his hand open. I put it There's got to be I, a lot of grapes in this point. Oh, it's like an insane amount of grapes. And yeah, I take a yeah. sweet, I take a sweet out and I put it on oh. top of the grapes. What is this? It's a sweet. It's real good. There, it's a sweet uh, pastry. Uh, it's a, it's a dessert. Um, it, it comes from another realm. Uh, another realm. Uh, we got it very what far away. What is a realm? Uh, somewhere very far away. Hmm. If this injures me in any way, I want you to know. I am going to slam you like I slammed that doll. Uh, if it does, it it was not intentional. I've never seen it injure anyone. We must we've be eaten honest. Them. It looks delicious. They're <laughs> they're very good. He uh. kind of just throws it all into his mouth. <laughs> oh, you're supposed to. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and he he starts chewing. Just. Ten. It doesn't taste like anything. Oh my goodness! <laughs> there was an explosion of flavor. <laughs> Pretty good, right? Pretty good. This. I am not one for compliments, usually, <laughs> but this is some of the most delicious food that I've ever had. Oh. Happy Therese, I am making him my squire, a personal gesture. Would you like to be my cook? Uh, sure, sounds great. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, I take I take three sweets and put them in the bag of multiplication. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You have you have both pleased me greatly. Uh, Jack Boy, I'm real tired. Can you carry me? Oh, God. My feet hurt. Like a babe? No, I just ran on your shoulder. Like a squire. If you can play me a song right now that is as good as the food that I tasted, okay. I will let you ride on my shoulder. Okay. Bust out my accordion. Okay, make a performance check. Now remember, you have a bonus on the performance yes. checks because of that instrument. Oh, baby, that was a natural twenty. <laughs> Is it natural twenty? Yeah. 20? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you start playing the song, mm-hmm. which you can RP if you desire. Going on a walk, going on a walk, <laughs> going on a walk, Dana, going on a walk. It's a good song. Yeah. That's um, a 20 song, dude. Yeah, it's a 20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tech close, Going on a walk. Tech closes his eyes, and he leaves them closed for a long time. And then you notice big tears start streaming down his face. <laughs> it's okay. It happens a lot. Uh, Tagbor has obviously been kind of a loudmouth. He doesn't speak. He just kind of gives you his hand and lowers it enough so you can mm. climb up. Cool. All right. Take the offer. Okay. And, uh, in fact, what he does is, as you continue to walk along, he shields you mm, with his hand. Yes. Trying to give you a little bit of shade. Oh, that's oh, nice. Wow. Thank wow. you. <laughs> Can I, uh, do you mind if I sleep right here? Don't push your luck. Okay. <laughs> I'll just pretend it. I'll just sleep when he doesn't notice. <laughs> Internal thinking. <laughs> sure. Okay. I was like, he says aloud. <laughs> um... The last thing that I do want to say, Pomper, is it, you mentioned to me that you kept walking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have about an hour pass. Does and, the bird uh, arrive? Yes, the bird arrives. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, the bird. I want the bird to land. The bird on also me. notices this train yeah. of Dow. I say, Pomper, you have a very large amount of Dow following you. They seem all right. <laughs> what? What's happened? Do they think you're their, like, leader or something because of the robes? I have no idea. Just be careful, I guess. Um, I could make you invisible if you want, uh, or do you think that would anger them? Yeah, I don't know. They they, they don't... They're not really giving off a, a threatening energy. Yeah. So... I've tried talking to them, and they don't respond. Um, Pomper, you get a little bit distracted uh, because at this point you also run. You don't know it's a grave, so mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But you run into the grave that uh, 
The others saw. The skull? The skull and the sword and the branches. Do the Dao react at all? No. But you see it. Trace, what's that over there? That is a giant's grave. We were instructed to not touch or really look at them. Mm. Better. Better oblige. Yeah. Um, Just keep walking. Okay. I'll keep the bird. My raven will stay with you. If you get into trouble, um, I can make you invisible. That's about it. That's all I can do to help you. Okay. Yeah. Um, because you have some dragonborn inside of you that makes you resistant to the intense heat. Um, and so while uh, Birdcough and Therese were suffering the first level of exhaustion at this point, you are not. So nice. you don't have a disadvantage on ability checks. Um, noise. Therese, just try to find out what the deal is with these Dao. Yeah. I, I, I can't tell if, if the fire giants took over... And they were they were the residents here before them, or if the giants created them, I, I I have no idea. None of the other ones seem to be misbehaving. Well, besides the ones following you now, I guess. Yeah. Man, we just can't go anywhere without starting some kind of trouble, can we? Um. Anyway, Techbor, I don't know if he's suspicious, but I I won't talk for a little bit. Okay. But I can hear you. All right, I'll keep my distance. Uh, by this point, you have eight Dao following your train. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Excellent. This is the revolution. They're going to come yeah. They're yeah. starting a revolution. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <It's> like, <Okay. laughs> what revolution will happen? Uh. What will be in Casimir's mansion? Find out next time on Tabletop Escapades. <laughs>